just open that up like a seagull and just glug, glug, glug it all down. <laughs> right down the gullet. Right down the gullet. <laughs> so what? Gullet. Anatomically, what is the gullet? Is it just the, is it the throat? Is it the throat or is it the little like beaky thing that like it can like, you know what I'm talking about? I, like I expand. I have no idea. <laughs> oh fuck. Um. Oh. Um, let's just Google it. Oh, the esophagus. Is it? Yeah. It I says, spelled it wrong. It says the passage by which food passes from the mouth to the stomach. Semicolon. The esophagus. So I typed it in with two T's, and it's an elementary school in Austin, Texas. <laughs> oh well, that's. That gives a new meaning to uh, put your dick in the gullet. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Jesus. All the pedophiles out there. (laughs) It's spelled with two T's, not one. (laughs) Awful. Absolutely. Okay, well, I made myself laugh, so there's that. Uh, No, it's very funny. I'm laughing over here, but I was also trying not to spit water out. And you're also like... That's fucking gross. <laughs> Why you like this? But it's also funny <laughs> as shit. Like, I, mm, I also have never actually heard someone say "put your dick in the gullet" <laughs> before. So, like, there was a lot of layers there that my brain was trying to process. <laughs> I would be upset if you've ever heard that. <laughs> I was like, okay. wait, what? Like, Who hurt you? Is that is that a saying that I missed? What no, it's just some weird shit. I, said. Uh, I mean, it's fine. It works. I'm. Sh- it would. Be, I mean, throat fucking is a thing. I guess. Well, um, that throat fucker is Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> that gullet fucker is Becky. <laughs> and this is Chardonnay and DNA. Oh, where we talk about really fucking disgusting shit. Yeah, I think we should stop. I mean, at least for, oh. at least for that portion. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Oh my god. <laughs> I enjoyed myself. Yeah. Um okay, yeah. I do have I do have an icebreaker for us. Okay. It's kind of profound, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Oh, all right. Okay. If there is something that you could do knowing 100% that you would not fail or die or get or get harmed what would you do if if i could not fail or die or get harmed yeah so like an extreme thing is that what we're asking about cuz like well, my brain went to like fucking lots of criminal activity i mean that could be it like okay i'll tell you mine so on the more like extreme side, like if I knew a hundred percent without a shadow of a doubt that I would not die or be harmed, I would like to jump out of an airplane. I think that'd be very thrilling. I have no desire to do that, knowing that I'm not guaranteed avoiding death. Okay. Um, okay. But another one is like, if I knew I weren't going to fail, I would really want to open up my own yoga studio. Not that I couldn't, but did you just snort at me? I wasn't laughing at the fact that you wanted to open a yoga studio. I'm laughing at the fact that my brain automatically went, there are two kinds of people in the world. And Becky and I are complete opposites oh, in this you regard. Would like, you would like, <laughs> you would murder and avenge your enemies. I have, yeah, I have lots of criminal activities that I think I would do. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Like what? Um, take out the entire fucking uh, SCOTUS. Oh well, yeah. Um, rob the Rothschild family. Okay. Take everything they own. Okay. Um. Or or just like a local bank. You know what I mean? Like just not even a bank. Like the entire. I'm talking like the entirety of every money that is in any financial institution. So I would never have to do anything ever again. So just get some free money. Get some free money. Okay. Um. Every animal abuser on the planet would be dead. God, this is so violent. That's what I'm saying. Like, there, you're like over here, like peace and love and yoga. I'm like murder, death, destruction. <laughs> I mean, two different people. Oh, well, I guess I wasn't on the track. I guess my mind didn't immediately go to the track of like crime. But it's fine that yours. <laughs> it's really not. It's really not. Let's not pretend like this is normal. Okay, let me spe- maybe I should uh, specify. Is there any non-crime activity you would like to do? If you were guaranteed that you would successfully do it. My brain was just wired for be gay and do crimes. There, that was it. <laughs> that was all I got. Um, no, ah, uh, yeah, I would. I would like my fucking, not even CBD. I would like to have my own cannabis grow. Oh, okay. Like a, like a weed farm. Like my, yeah. Like an actual job, like a big ass grow. Mm, Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Like the farm, everything and just live on that and be happy and not have to worry about anything. Like that fucking show disjointed. Yes. But I don't think they have a farm. I think it's just a store. No, they just have the store. I want, like, the farm. I want to wake up on a farm every morning and look out and see fucking weed plants everywhere. And <laughs> okay, have good. little goats and happy animals everywhere. That's what I want. Little, little. Other than crime. Happy little trees. Is that what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bob Ross is on to something there. Yeah. All um, right. But. But other than crime, that's what I do. But there's lots of crime. The crime honestly kind of outweighs a lot of that. Well, you can call your weed farm in the future the Bob Ross weed farm <laughs> with the happy the little Bob, trees. The, the Bob Ross school of happy little trees. Yes, I like it. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right. that was fun. Well, it was just, I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm sorry that my my brain literally like, that's why I was laughing. Like, I would love for you to be able to open your yoga studio. I think that's exactly what you need in life. I'd be so happy and supportive. But you would rather but, do cry. Right, right. And it was just like, in that moment when you said yoga, I was like, of co- a fucking course. Because I'm over here, like, I'm going to fuck shit up. And you're just like, align your chakras. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's all. That's she all. said in a very mimicking tone. <laughs> Well, it was meant to be more of a peaceful tone, but I can't achieve that right now. <laughs> um, yeah, not so much making fun, more of me attempting peace, which didn't work. <laughs> maybe so. I could, maybe as part of the yoga studio that I could just embezzle from like corporations. Love it. Okay. I can Do add. Do crime. I can add that. Do crime. Um, there's actually like death metal yoga. Have you seen it? <laughs> No, that is a bastardized form of yoga. <laughs> you want me to get into yoga? That's how you do it. I actually think you would really like it if you gave it a chance. I mean, I've done it once, but I think we told you it was me and Steph. Mm-hmm. And the class that we went to was an advanced class and they didn't tell us that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that was probably brutal. Was it hot? 
uh, it was awful. And I don't, it wasn't necessarily like hot yoga, but it was definitely advanced yoga. And the guy was like, oh, you know, have you taken yoga before? We're like, no. And he's like, oh, this was an advanced class. I was like, that makes sense why I hate my fucking life right now. Yeah. See, you got exposed to it all, all wonky. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure it would be lovely, but I do like, you have to look it up because I forget, I think it's literally called like, I don't remember what they called it, but it's, it's like death metal yoga and like they do it and like scream and like, it's really like, I like that part because I literally will just go in the middle of the woods sometimes and just let out like a hellish scream. Um, and it makes things a lot better. So, you know, that like meme around Christmas time that comes out with the Grinch and it's like, let out what's inside. Oh, that's my favorite meme. Yeah. That's me all the time. So like doing that in yoga, that's the way to get me there. (laughs) Well, I think that you need to align your throat chakra. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that you need to be more crime focused. (laughs) Okay. I will. Uh, I will do my best. Okay. Uh, So, so now that we've sorted that out, that makes me want to know what our alignments are. Like chaotic good, lawful no. neutral. <laughs> I think you know. I think you're like chaotic evil. <laughs> I know, right? But but let's be clear though. All of the things that I said were to were like so maybe you're chaotic good. Yeah, because I I wouldn't want to do it if it hurt someone that didn't fucking deserve it. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so maybe that's what we'll do for an icebreaker. <laughs> One week. Okay. Yeah. I can take that test. I can bring back my sandwich um chart where it yes. lists I think what was a hot dog? Was that chaotic? Chaotic Oh god. I don't, I don't remember. I don't either. What was a hot dog? Um let me let me find it. I have it somewhere. I also think that people's th- that alignment changes frequently for people. I don't think it's something that like is consistent your entire life. Probably not. And and it's situational. I was just gonna say, and it kind of depends on like the context. Oh, da, 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 da. Let me find my sandwich chart. Um, do you have any updates? Nah. 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 Okay. Still nothing on the summer to man. And I didn't call the cops yet. I am gonna do it. Oh, you are. <laughs> you actually are. Oh, yeah, I am. I'm going to call and be like, can I speak to this detective? I have questions about a newspaper article that I just found. I need I need answers. You should. I support that. Oh, a hot dog is true neutral. That's not what I was expecting. No, not at all. That's it seems like it should be chaotic something. Um, (laughs) Radical sandwich anarchy is a pop tart. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, I mean, it's fitting. I like it. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, there was a very brief Purvis Payne update that I could not remember if I shared. Um, it was from June. And I think the gist of it is that they are able to take into, considera- into consideration the um, claim that he has an intellectual disability like that's permissible in court okay I think that's the gist of it so it's not a huge update but I just want to make sure I shared that because I couldn't remember if I did 
remember. because that's significant. I mean, the fact that they can they're able to use that um would keep him from yeah having the death penalty. So, which but yeah. wait, I think is did we already establish? Is he does he not? Oh yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. He has two concurrent life terms. Yes. So maybe yeah. this was just in reference to a different case. Okay, that might not. Never mind. Never mind. We're good. That wasn't. Okay. Yeah. Anything on this Hamlet Horsford situation? Uh, no. Okay. I really want the FBI to fucking take it over. Me too. Um. Let okay. Me do a quick search. All right. Well, I have a weird one for you. All right, I am ready. Okay. I like these kind though. I is this murdery weird or it's like it's like mysterious. And there was okay. so it's like a mystery that literally just got solved 2 days ago. Oh, fuck yeah. All right. I like this kind. Yeah. I'm ready. Uh all right. So I used, I actually used three Washington Post articles. They were very detailed. And there was one, so like Washington Post did um, an article in 2000, one in like 2021, and then one in 2022. So they did a really good job at like following this, like seeing the story through. Um, okay. So that was my primary source was the Wash Po. All right. So on the morning of December 18th, 1996, a small woman, only about five feet tall, with curly auburn hair, in what appeared to be her late 50s, early 60s, donning a blue hooded jacket, blue sweater, and blue pants, made herself comfortable inside Pleasant Valley Memorial Park, a cemetery in Annadale, Virginia. She spread out a tarp on the ground and placed next to it an eight-inch tall Christmas tree decorated with gold ornaments and red ribbons. She wore bifocal glasses and carried with her a small green backpack. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Did you just say this woman set up a Christmas tree? It's a little, a little one. It was only, they say it's only eight inches tall. All right. I just have lots. Okay. Yep. That's, y- yep. You should have questions because none of that. I have lots. Yeah. Okay. So while at the cemetery, she drank a flask of brandy and turned on a small tape player to listen to comedians Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner. From her green knapsack, she took out a plastic bag and a roll of tape. She tied the plastic bag over her face, sealed it with the tape, and suffocated herself, all part of her plan to complete suicide. What? Okay. Uh, comes out of nowhere, doesn't it? I, I was like, oh, she's having like a nice like Christmas memorial type thing. Nope. Wait, when was this? Like what? What, what month? December 18th. Okay, so it was Christmas time. It yes. wasn't like this was the middle of July yeah. or something. Yeah, it was a week okay. before Christmas. Okay, okay. So cemetery employees found the woman after 9 a.m. on December 18th and promptly called the police. Detectives arrived 40 minutes later and her body was still warm, indicating that she hadn't been there very long. Authorities checked her pockets for identification, but they didn't find any. They did find two envelopes. One was labeled for the cemetery and one was labeled for the coroner. The envelopes contained uh, $100 in cash and a note saying, Deceased by own hand. Prefer no autopsy. Please order cremation with funds provided. Thank you, Jane Doe. Well, she was efficient. She knew what she was doing. Okay. Okay. All right. So you with me? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so investigators took fingerprints, hoping to identify her um, that way or to match her with missing persons reports. No matches were found in CODIS or the FBI DNA database, so police were completely stumped. Um, This isn't that uncommon because, like, CODIS, I think, is for people that are, like, missing or, like, victim, like, something like that where, like, someone that intentionally completed suicide would not be in that database. And mm-hmm. FBI, the FBI database is for like criminals. Like, so it makes sense that she wasn't in those. Yeah, it's not like TV where there's like a database with everybody in the fucking. Yeah. Universe. Yeah. Like, I was re- when I was reading about this story, like, the um, one of the investigators was like, if, if like me or some rando off the street, like, if we died and like, we wouldn't be in those databases. Like, it's very particular, like, what populations are in there. Could, sorry, mm-hmm. I'm stuffing more pizza in my mouth and I have another question. You know how when we take, like, the FBI child clearances and shit, do they store those somewhere? Hmm. I'm just curious. I, I kind of don't story, think but. so. I kind of don't think so. I think it, they probably check those fingerprints against what they have, but if there's no match, then, then no. Well, I you never know, because the... Uh, San Francisco just keeps everybody's fucking DNA and Yeah, but I think as a like standard practice, I would say probably not. Okay. All right. Sorry. So after she was found, a drawing was shared on the news and a dental exam was performed to kind of like see if she had any um like noteworthy uh dental um like characteristics or anything like that, just to help, you know, ID her. Um they were all entered into the National Crime Information Center database, and in 2000, an enhanced photo from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, which I guess doesn't only work with children, um, was shared in the Washington Post and on other websites. Um, cold case investigators have even gone so far as trying to trace back her glasses brand and prescriptions to eye doctors and trying. Jesus. Yeah, and they tried. There's some juice found like near her. Um, when she died and they even tried to track the brand of juice back to like where she might have purchased it. So if you put half that much effort into, I know they really fucking tried. Well, I think it's because, um, I think in this County, I think it's Fairfax County, Virginia. This is the only person that has died by suicide in that County. That's never been ID'd. Uh, okay. So it was more of like, uh, we have to. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. So yeah. um, uh, they also posted pictures of the jewelry she was wearing online in the hope that like someone would recognize the jewelry. Yeah. So some other kind of um, clues and observations was that she did have an eight inch scar on her abdomen, which was possibly from a C-section. Um, okay. She was also found in the cemetery near where like children were buried. Um, okay. So they didn't know if that meant something, but they didn't find any connection between this woman and anyone buried there. But then I'm like, but how would you if you don't know who she is? Yeah, yeah, very true. Like, wh- yeah, so that didn't make a lot of sense to me. I'm like, how would you find a connection to someone that you don't even know the name of? I mean, the only thing I could think of is if, like, there was a recent death of a child and or someone young and they, you know, wanted to see if maybe they could identify it. Still, it's a, it's a fucking reach. And it's strange because, like, they're they're observing that she's, like, 
50s or 60s. So it's not. It's oh, yeah. Very unlikely she would have given, like, she would have birthed a child, like, recently. Yeah, true, true. So, um, she also had a 0.14 blood alcohol content. Um, just to put that in perspective, like, the legal limit is 0.08. So it's pretty high. Um, she had taken Valium. There were the empty juice bottles around her and another roll of tape. Um, she had no receipts or any other like paper documentation indicating where she'd been beforehand. Um, okay. So this was very well planned. Um, one of the detectives, Richard Perez, carried this case with him even after he left for a job in North Carolina in 2000. He was particularly puzzled by the Jane Doe because she was really well kept and appeared healthy. Um, she wore a guest brand watch, a 14 karat gold ring, and like upscale clothing that they thought was could have been from Saks, which is like a pretty bougie store. Yeah. Um, um, her hair was done and her fingernails were manicured. Um, also notable is she wore a medical pendant that said no code, DNR, no penicillin. Um, okay. So like if something happened to her, she didn't want any life-saving procedures and she must have been like allergic to penicillin or something um perez also found it unusual that she made such an effort to conceal her identity and any previous locations she'd visited like she didn't want to be found um so those medical bracelets don't you have to like specially order those i don't know because like there's a way they could have maybe found her yeah maybe um but those aren't terribly, like, notable orders on there. I, I, yeah, I don't know. But that's not an avenue that was listed that they tried. I was just curious. Yeah. Sorry. And I don't know. I don't know if you can just go by. I don't know. I'm not sure. Hmm. Um, okay. So right. she planned everything really meticulously. Um, from the notes to leaving cash, the, like, sheet she laid on the ground. And Perez noted that, like, when people are planning suicide, they don't normally think about those things. Like, they don't, like, they don't really care about that. Like, they don't have a reason to. Like, she very clearly didn't want to be found. Um, yeah. So the Jane Doe came to be known as the Christmas tree lady. And she is, like I said, the only unidentified person in the Fairfax, Virginia area who has died by suicide. Okay. Okay. So to help with the case, our friends over at Othram stepped in um, this year to assist with her identification using the new um, genetic genealogy um, to build a family tree and hopefully link her DNA to other relatives. Um, Othram crowdfunded the efforts to identify the Christmas tree lady. And I didn't realize this, but do you know that they crowdfund for every case? No. Yeah, this article said that they crowdfund for every case they do. Um, uh, what? Yeah. Um, huh. So it took $5,000 to get started on this case. And in April this year, a private donor contributed $3,000. So they that got wow. them to be able to start. Um, so in May of 2022, Othram got a potential match to this woman's DNA. Um, it was for an 88-year-old man in Virginia Beach named David Meyer, who may have been the Christmas tree lady's brother. Investigators went to his residence and showed her the composite drawing, but he was unable to confirm whether it was his sister or not, 
because she he said that he hadn't seen her in 50 years because she became estranged from the family. Um, really? Yeah. So he didn't know. Like, he didn't know, you know, what she looked like when she aged. Um, yeah. So David's family um, directed authorities to an older sister. I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's C-L-O-U-G-H. So I don't know C-L-O-U-G-H. if... C-L-O-U-G-H. Clow? Clow. I'll go with Clow. I don't know. Maybe that's just like a last name. She didn't want to provide her first name or something. Okay. So this this sister was in Phoenix, Arizona. So when they uh, consult, when the authorities consulted with her, the sister confirmed that the drawing was quote a thousand percent her older sister, a woman named Joyce Meyer Summers. Detectives hmm. took the sister's DNA and were able to confirm that the Christmas tree lady was definitely Joyce Summers. Um, Clow said, I was stunned, just stunned. The family had looked for her. They were still looking for her a year after she had died. I'm relieved to know that something horrible didn't happen to her. It sounds like something she'd been planning for a long time. Um, the sister stated that Joyce vanished in the 1980s. Uh, she was born Marilyn, or sorry, she was born Joyce Marilyn Meyer in July 1927. I also found that interesting because she was actually a lot older than what they um, guessed. They, she was 69. Oh, um, oh. Yeah, not like late 50s, early 60s. Yeah, okay. She was the oldest of five children and grew up outside of Davenport, Iowa. She went to Iowa State University, then moved to Los Angeles and worked at Seventeen Magazine while living with her aunt. Um, okay. I thought that was pretty cool. Like, that had to be a cool yeah. gig. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That could have been really cool. Yeah. So, um, Cloud describes her as being creative, smart, and artistic. Later, Joyce left the magazine and began teaching second grade at a Catholic school in Los Angeles, which that's like a huge career change. Um, And around this time, she began seeing a psychiatrist and then became distant from the family. Clow thinks that because of like psychiatry back then was kind of about like blaming the mother and like looking at like the dysfunction of your family. So Clow thinks that that was. that like kind of got into her head and she then just didn't want to deal with the family anymore. Okay. Um, I guess she married in 1959, but not much is known about that and later got divorced from the person she married. Um, mm-hmm. Klaus said that in the sixties, their mom went to California to confront Joyce about her estrangement. Um, and during the argument, Joyce accused her of being a terrible parent. And Klaus said that this broke her mom's heart. Um, Clow wrote that's, to what? This is really sad. It, it is really sad, and it. I don't. It, there's not a lot of closure to that. I don't. I don't know. No. I don't know. Like, it. Yeah. That that part isn't resolved because it doesn't. Right. Yeah. So, um, I'll talk more about it at the end. But okay. Uh, so Clow wrote to Joyce during those years that she was gone from the family, but um, Joyce didn't really tell her much about her life when she wrote back. She moved to Seattle and married a man named James Summers, but didn't tell the family about the wedding. Um, police were able to locate a divorce certificate showing that they divorced in 1977 and they didn't have any kids. Um, Joyce then moved 
to Tucson, Arizona, where she lived in a trailer. Um, so she really bounced around a lot. I mean, she was grew up in Iowa, went to Los Angeles, then yeah. went to Seattle, and then went to Arizona. Okay. So in the 80s, all the siblings went to visit Joyce in Tucson, and she asked them to build her a house. When they said they couldn't do that, Joyce was really upset with them. And Klaus said that after the visit, she, quote, dropped off the face of the earth, and they never heard hmm. from her again. <sighs> um, the siblings really tried to locate her. Um, in the early 90s, one brother, who's now um, deceased, traveled to that trailer, but it had been abandoned. Um, okay. In the refrigerator in the trailer, he found four copies of a book called The Target Child, which Joyce authored and self-published. Um, she wrote about her traumatic childhood, but the other siblings did, weren't aware of any abuse during their upbringing. So they were really confused by this. Um, okay. So around this time, they also hired a private detective, thinking that she ran off with a cult. Um, even though they figured she moved east, like there was some there was some evidence indicating that she moved east, they never found her and the case went cold. Um Public record databases that are available now show that she likely moved to Virginia around 1996, and they show an address around that time in downtown Washington, D.C. Um, so despite the scar on her abdomen, it's not known that she has that she had any children. Um, Clow wonders if the reason she uh, completed the suicide near the children's graves was she she wondered if it was maybe to make a point that like like parents can't like almost like to bring it full circle that like parents can hurt their children like it, it was almost like to send a message they wonder okay but how is she gonna send a message if nobody knows who they are who she is beats me um and uh, that's honestly that's honestly it that's what we know we know who she is what? but it's very mysterious <laughs> That is so like I don't put a lot of stock in the the whole the siblings didn't know of any abuse because I don't either that happened and she was also the oldest yeah so she probably went through a lot of shit that they didn't know about and they were young and they didn't see it yeah um so I, I and the cult that's so random why do you randomly think she joined a cult was there any evidence of that like I don't know she sounds like pretty eccentric and troubled so i don't know if like and then during that time it was all like satanic panic like evil cults yeah. and shit so i don't know if they were just like oh that could have been what she did um because it sounds like maybe that wouldn't have been out of character for her. uh but isn't that just like the craziest shit you've ever heard yeah like if it was to send a message in that note it would have had her name it wouldn't have just said don't do an autopsy it wouldn't have said any of that I don't even, maybe, maybe that wasn't the right way to say it. Not send, maybe not send a message, but maybe. Give her self-closure or something? Give her self-closure. And I feel like maybe she felt as if she was, like, still this kid. Like, she never quite grew out of that. Like, she named this book The Target Child. It seems like she harbored a lot against her parents. So maybe being among these other, like, dead children felt right to her. Okay. Um, but 
that they li- that article, the latest Washington Post article that names her, was literally published on the seventh. So that was yesterday. Wow. Wow. So very, very quickly. The well, and the fact that the C-section scar, like, there's not that many surgeries that could look like a C-section scar. I know. I was thinking about that too. Like, I don't know where I don't know where your scar a scar would be for your appendix and like what does it look like well back then if they did a hysterectomy i wonder what it would have looked like yeah maybe um and it i don't i don't know these are all just like weird questions that i have and it it does seem kind of strange that she was married twice and didn't have children just for that time you know what i mean like it most most people procreated like most people just did that then because it was traditional just in a really horrific fucking thing that I do want to say, it is possible that she doesn't have a child because her baby died. Maybe. Yeah. And that's why they took it out. Maybe. They had to take it out that way. So there's no record. Like, I don't, there's just too many, like for it to be a C-section scar, that's a little, that's a lot. Yeah. So I think that she was, clearly abused by someone um yeah and i don't know if that like maybe was her parents or um maybe wasn't even maybe it wasn't the parents maybe it was some other family like older family member like and And the parents didn't help and the the parents didn't help or she or believe her or didn't or maybe she didn't tell them i mean and and back then it's like even if if she did tell them it might have been like well that has nothing you're gonna have to get over it and that has nothing to do with me like right the part of the one has to do about it Uh, yeah yeah and then um when she started seeing the psychiatrist she the psychiatrist maybe pointed out that that's really wrong i don't know and then she got pissed off and just didn't talk to the family but the siblings really wanted to find her um yeah yeah isn't that crazy that's just sad i know it's really sad it kind of reminds me of that um treva thorn thorn thornberry yes yeah it sort of reminds me (laughs) kind of reminds me of that just because she like moved around so much and i mean this woman wasn't didn't seem to pretend to be someone else but she concealed her identity even when she died I just, I just have so many fucking questions. I know. I know. It's crazy. It's really crazy. And there's really not, like, they're probably never going to know, which is pretty shitty. No. I mean, maybe one of her ex-husbands would come out and say something, but, like, also they're dead now, right? Probably. Yeah. I mean, if she were alive, she was born in 27, she would be, like, what, like, 80? Uh, is it possible that if she did have a kid the kid there's just no fucking there's no fucking uh record and she would be like she'd be like 95 yeah yeah yep yeah um yeah i don't know and i don't know like if if she had a if she had a kid i mean who knows what their record keeping was like if the kid died Right, exactly. Like exactly. maybe there wasn't so. really one, or maybe it didn't get computerized and doesn't exist anymore, or something. 
there's just so many. What? That's two weeks in a row that we've had stories that we just have like thousands of questions that are never going to get. I love, I mean, I don't, I think it's terrible that these kind of stories. But I do. But I think they're so fascinating. Yes. I enjoy, I enjoy them because they, there's just a lot of questions. Yeah. I think they're really fascinating. Um, I was just listening to, I like re-listening to um, the one about, have you heard the story about Ben McDaniel, the guy that went scuba diving and never came back? No. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah, it's basically, uh, Sinisterhood did a good episode on it. But yeah, basically he went uh, scuba diving, allegedly in this really, really dangerous place that even the most practiced scuba divers have gone. It, like, it can't even access because it's so uh, terrifying and small. Uh, so he tried to do that because he was like an amateur, um, diver and no one, like they've never found a body. There's never been even evidence of a body. Um, so they just don't know what happened to him. He was in like, he was in open water. Yeah. And I mean, this, this like underwater cave thing that he was, that he was trying to dive toward it it has like a fucking sign on it with a grim reaper that says like don't fucking go here so there's like all this speculation about what might have happened to him i i think he probably got stuck and died and they just but it's real weird man why are humans the way that we are i don't know because i would not fucking do that (laughs) like i just there should not need to be warning labels on chainsaws. There should not need to be. Dude, if something in the ocean, the ocean is a bottomless pit, okay? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what's in it. We just don't. If something has a sign with the Grim Reaper on it saying, do in- not go here, I am not fucking going. <laughs> Especially in the ocean. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. I I was I was gonna say megalodon. The megalodon got him. I, you know, like for real though. Could have been mermaids. It was- uh, <laughs> could have been. I'm just could have been mermaids. We don't know. It could have been. I'm sure he got trapped and sucked into something in the cave. Is what happened. But like, that's what's terrifying about the ocean. We don't know what's in those caves. We don't know. We don't know what's the, down there. And the crazy thing is, is like even like the best divers in the world, like two of the best divers in the world. One is a woman who is much smaller than this guy. She couldn't even get into these little crevices. So it's just very, it's very, very weird. And there's like some, there's some rumblings of like foul play um, because the guy somehow got this key that he needed. Um, So they wonder if like the, the dive, like employee the employees that own the diving business or whatever like covered up a murder or like covered it up somehow because he got this key and it was like negligent on their behalf i it's it's just it's wild and originally so they made this documentary these divers that went down there they made this documentary about this with the original the original purpose was to say like there's no way that he could have gotten under there like there's just no way but then at when they made it their opinion like changed and they were like well yeah maybe he did and he just got he like got into something he couldn't get out of yeah so even though yeah. even the professional fucking divers were like maybe he did <laughs> like it, i don't know it's 
that's one that keeps me up at night. The Lost Girls of Panama. I've covered that one before. That one keeps me up at night. Uh, yeah. yeah, you have covered that one. That one's like, yeah. That one keeps yeah. me up. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, and yeah, this uh, Christmas tree lady. I mean, uh, people are going to think I'm crazy for saying this. You probably won't. But I do think it's sort of lovely that she was able to die the way she wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that yeah. I'm glad her life wasn't like taken from her by someone else, like unwillingly. But yeah, um, it's also really sad for the families, and it's really sad that she felt like she needed, like she felt that, that was like the best choice for her. Yeah, it's it's really sad. I'm glad she got to go out on her own terms, though. Uh, clearly, she made it very nice for herself. She did. That's that's the thing that I think and... is kind of lovely about it. And like. I- this is going to be a very controversial thing to say, but I do think that we should have the option of when we would like to go if we are, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. who knows? Who knows? She might have found out something horrible. Did they actually do an autopsy or no? Um, I, it didn't say, it didn't say that they did because she um asked them not to. So she might have found out some horrible health thing. And was like, I'm not going out that way. Like, there's just too many, there's too many things at play here, you know? Yeah, I do think it's interesting that she, now that I'm thinking about it, that she even cared if she had an autopsy or not. Right, because we're we're all going to, like, the mental illness aspect of it and the mental health aspect of it. Like, what could have driven her to this point when it really could have been something like that? Like, maybe like, she found pretty she logical. Cancer. Yeah. Right. Or or just some kind of debilitating disease that she didn't want to live with. Like we just don't know. Um, I But wait, if they yeah. took they obviously did some kind of toxicology because they knew that she was like they knew her al- blood alcohol level and the Valium. So does that mean they did an autopsy or is that not necessarily I don't actually know. Yeah, I don't either. Like cuz that they would have had to taken out like all of her organs and stuff and like check that out. Oh, is that what they... is that what they do? Is that like I'm pretty sure because that like don't they have to like weigh them and stuff? I don't know. And that might be. I think it'd medium. be kind of fucked up if they did an autopsy though, and she asked not to have one. Right. I can see why they did the toxicology. I guess, but like at the same time, all right. So first, a visual. I just googled autopsy. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> first, a visual exam of the entire body is done, including the organs and internal structures. Then microscopic, chemical, and microbiological exams may be made of the organs, fluids, and tissues. All organs removed for examination are weighed, and a section is preserved for processing into microscopic slides. Hmm. So I don't, maybe they didn't do one. Maybe they just took blood. Maybe they just took blood. Yeah. And like a, a, a that quick glance kind of one to identify well, her. And I mean I would imagine they'd have to do cuz they want to make sure this was definitely suicide not murder. Yeah, yeah. Because so I'm sure like anyone like at least uh... anyone could write a no, but I mean I think it would probably be it was probably pretty clear cuz they did fingerprints and stuff. So it was probably pretty clear that no other fingerprints were on her. I'm honestly kind of sad. Like she got super toasty and like took a zanny. Like why didn't you just take a bunch of zannies instead of suffocating I'm, yourself? But I like, no, I was telling I was telling Joe about the story before we started recording, um, and I was thinking that I'm like, why the fuck would you, like that seems so unpleasant? 
It just seems like if you did that instead, like you would just go to sleep. Like you would just, yeah. Like why? Like it would probably still be very unpleasant, but not in the suffocation kind of way. I I feel like your your body would just more kind of shut down, and it would be pretty kind of numb with all the alcohol and the pill. Yeah, Yeah, I know it's like such an unpleasant way to go. It seems, but so I can definitely see why they checked for murder. I could I could see that too because they want to make sure that like anyone can write a note, you know. Like, yeah, like when I think of suicide, I don't immediately think of taping a plastic bag over my head. No, it's weird, right? And that's and actually yeah. Joe said that too. He's he's like, how did he? How did she do that herself? And I'm like, I mean, I, I especially I, drunk and on Xanax. Yeah, man. What isn't that? Isn't it just a bizarre fucking fucking thing? Like, he barely walked on the street drunk. It's so crazy. I don't, the whole thing is really messed up. But, I mean, if she did actually do it herself, I'm glad she got to go out on her own terms, even if we don't understand her. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, I think there's no question that she did it herself. Yeah. Um, But it does seem, it does seem just very, very strange. Like, if if I were to choose a way to take my own life, that would not be it. <laughs> And that's morbid as fuck. That's just a very, like, um, that's, that's just something. Yeah. Yep. Um, God, I'm so fucking, uh, held up on the deep sea diver, dude. Fuck, look that shit up. That'll keep you up for days. Well, it's not even that, like, literally, fucking, the ocean scares the shit. I love water, and I will swim in the ocean, blah, blah, blah. But the ocean, like, doesn't scare me as much as space. Scare uh, Space scares me more. But the ocean's yeah. it's still terrifying. But sp- there's something about space that is just so empty and lifeless that it freaks me the fuck out. You know what it is? It's that something in space, anything that would kill you is probably not going to be alive. You know what I mean? In space? Yeah, it's just going to be emptiness that kills you. Uh- Oh, yeah, no. So mine is aliens for sure. What? What? With why I'm afraid of space. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't really. Because when we think of, like, the ocean is the space of the Earth in the way of, like, it's never ending for us. But space genuinely is never ending. Yeah. So, like, that's why it scares me more. But, like. The things that we do know they're in the ocean are already terrifying. Yeah. And the things that we don't know are even holy shit. Are even scarier. <laughs> right. Yeah. Have you ever seen a big fin squid? Oh my god, no, that sounds fucking awful. <laughs> mm, yep. I'm about to ruin your fucking life. Oh great. Okay. Um, if I was in the fucking ocean and saw one of these things, I would immediately just take off my mask and let myself drown. <laughs> I I am already like I like I like octopuses and stuff. I think they're cool. This thing is not any of that. No, it's it sounds terrifying. Whatever you're um, gonna show me. All right, I just texted it to you. Okay, just waiting. All right. Oh God, what's that called? A big fin squid. A magnapina. That is not what I expected. It looks like an alien. It does. It does look like Which, an alien. Which, you know, kind of fucks with me even more. 
It ha- it's like, yeah, it has this weird ass face. Mm-hmm. And okay. these long spindly legs. Yeah. You know what it looks like? It, mm. When you look at the one that's the green picture. Mm-hmm. It looks like puppet strings. Yes. Yes. That's fucking horrifying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's a thing that's in the ocean. No, that's definitely scary. Yeah, I hate it. I don't like that. Every minute of it. And then you just need to get on mermaid TikTok and you'll be even more creeped out. What is mermaid TikTok? Well, it's just, I genuinely believe, genuinely believe that there were some type of mermaids and they're not what we think they are. Right. It's not like, like no, fucking little mermaid. They're probably fucking horrifying. Horrifying. Terrifying. And just predators. You know what I mean? I don't even necessarily think that they look human at all. Like we're thinking. Um, I'm sure some sailors genuinely saw a manatee and were just like completely deranged at that point and fucked a manatee. But like, that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about like legit. Listen, up until kind of recently, I didn't think that narwhals were real. Oh God, they are the unicorns of the sea. They're so cool. I didn't like, it's probably been in the last couple of years that I've, and like, oh wait, those are like not cryptids. Yeah, I um, I mean, they kind of are, but they're real ones. <laughs> That's what I mean. I thought I did not. Yeah, I did not think those were. There is just there is just far too much folklore throughout different cultures across the world. So this isn't even just like one region about mermaids, about dragons, about sea monsters. You know what I mean? And like, I fully understand that back then people didn't have the same kind of like logic and reasoning or understanding of science. But like, if you literally have people across the country, like across the world stating they're seeing the same fucking thing, chances are, bro, it's the same fucking thing. And it is a mermaid or it is whatever. So I don't know, but there's literally videos of mermaids on TikTok or like what they're claiming are mermaids. And like, it's terrifying. Um, Yeah. And I think people's language, I think people didn't have language for things. So like, if if someone said like the oh there was this thing that was breathing fire like it doesn't necessarily mean it was literally breathing fire right exactly it just that's how they perceived it at the time because that's what they could equate that's it to the closest thing they could yeah 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 um, so i i really believe that we had all those things but and- i will point out and you're going to hate this <laughs> yeah i will point out you could make the same argument for religion you, you could you absolutely could but there's no one true religion there's no one true god right at but... that point because there's so many different stories and different belief systems like you'd have to trace it back to like the original 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 story which how the fuck are we ever gonna do that but that's the same thing you'd have to do to prove like dragons existed i mean you could just find a dragon you're not gonna find the skeleton of god how can you just find a dragon? I mean, like, I'm talking like a like a but fossil I, or something. But you could find. I mean, you could find a, a tomb. Like I'm just saying, you could make a very similar argument. I mean, you could. It's just that the in my mind, religions are too varied for that to be like possible. Are they? Like, because because again, like there's just too many different religions to be like. Yeah, there's only one god. 
because the, the religions before Christianity that date back before Christianity was even a blink, you know, in our eyes believed in multiple gods. Yeah. I saw this, I saw, I saw this fucking theory from those religions that was like essentially Loki killed off all of the other gods and he's presenting as the Christian God. And I was like, what? That's bizarre. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I can kind of buy it though. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. That will like melt my brain. If I think about it too long, I, I'm going to find it and send it to you though. Cause whenever you watch it, you're going to be like, Holy fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, that will was kind of interesting. That will definitely like melt my mind. Yeah. Don't, don't do it. If you're drunk or high. <laughs> that was my experience and it was a it was a bad time um <laughs> yeah sometimes those but, thoughts aren't welcome you just want to like sit and watch yeah die. right right and but sometimes I get in those rabbit holes and I'm like fuck yeah fair enough yeah um speaking of rabbit holes my fucking padded room is the uh Mandela effects Ooh. that have recently come out okay so I texted you about the one so oh king tut yes okay yeah um, that one didn't completely resonate for me because i could not picture what his like crown looked like yeah so i um they they turned on the cern particle accelerator recently and like ever since they did that people are like noticing all these different fucking like oh shut up don't tell me that (laughs) and this is one of them so when Wait, what I, is this thing they turned on and why did they turn it off? It's some kind of like, I don't know, some kind of particle accelerator. I don't know exactly what they're trying to do with it because I honestly cannot look that deeply into it because if you don't want to see me for three months. No, I will fucking leave this planet. No, I don't want to yeah. know any of that shit. No, no. I, yeah, I just can't, I can't look into it enough to actually understand it. All I know is that it, it does stuff. Don't don't science-y. look into that shit. That is inviting. Yeah. That is inviting psychosis. <laughs> yes. So I just can't um, for my mental health. No, um, don't. But I can look at Mandela effects, and this one is genuinely fucking me up. So, um, I, I guess it's conspiracy theorists. I don't know, but whatever. I genuinely remember, and I was well, a kid the Mandela was like, oh, effect is kind of a conspiracy theory in itself. Right, exactly. So I was a kid that was obsessed with ancient Egypt, okay? Like, obsessed. Mm-hmm. And I remember King Tut's, um, I don't know the proper word, and I don't want to misidentify it and, like, offend that culture right now because well, my brain is his, fried. like, headdress or whatever. Yes, or his crown, what, whatever the proper term is. Head having, having a cobra on it. Mm-hmm. Just one, right dead nuts in the center, okay? Yeah, when you said that, I was like, okay, yeah, that I think that's probably what I would have recognized. Now there's a fucking vulture or some kind of bird on there with it off to the side. Huh. And I looked at this picture and went, no, 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 no. Like, I have, like, a physical reaction looking at this picture because it was not right. And there are other people, like, people who have, like, on videos and stuff they'll be like i'm an ancient egyptologist or whatever you know like you could be whatever you fucking want or say whatever but they're claiming that they've studied this stuff and that there was never a vulture and now there's a vulture what and then there's people saying there was always a vulture 
Oh God. So this is fucking with me more than the Berenstain Bears, Berenstain Bears. This is fucking with me more than anything because I, I, I know recently I looked at a picture yeah. and it was there. No, that shit is crazy. There's definitely been one or two that I've been like, absolutely not. That is wrong. Um, yeah. I, and I can't, fuck, I can't think of it. Um, I knew the the Nelson Mandela one. That one was that kind of fucked me up because I'm like, I swear to God, he died. Like, yes, he's been dead, and that's like not. But he's not. Yeah, there was another actor recently that that happened with me, and I was like, I know they died. I remember, (laughs) (laughs) and like, no, dude's alive and well, kicking. So, and you're like, okay, well, I'm just gonna fling myself off a building. Yeah, I just whatever timeline we're in, I don't like it, and I'm done. Did you say there was another Mandela effect one? Yeah, I was trying to find it because some of them were kind of dumb, but that was the big one that I was like, excuse me? Um, let's type in newest Mandela effects. Yeah, I want to know. Fuck also, other people kept calling them Mandela effects too, and I felt a lot better. <laughs> is that I a Mandela effect? <laughs> it is. It is. Um. Okay, so. Brand new. Mandela effects, newest Mandela effects 2022. Let's see what comes up. Um, of course, they're all fucking videos, and that's not what I want. Uh, but yeah, so like that one's fucking with me. There's uh, the GIF versus Jiffy one. Oh, that's old. No, it was oh, the Freddie, the Freddie Mercury one. Oh, what's that one? So at the very end of We Are the Champions. Do you remember him saying anything? Of the world? He didn't say that. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, that. And then I, I saw someone that debunked that one. And they said that the reason we remember it of at the, remember it of, of the world uh-huh. is because during a live performance for like, was it during the AIDS crisis? There was like a big live performance and that he sang it then. Oh, okay. So there might be like a reason behind that one. Right. Um then uh trying to see what else was new. I just was like you can't be fucking you can't be doing this to me. <laughs> no. Um the JFK assassination is apparently one now. This oh. might have been an old one too. Um the total number of passengers in the car, how many do you remember? Oh shit, I don't I don't remember. Apparently most people remember four, but there was six. Mm. I wouldn't remember um, that one. Uh it's just I every time I find a new one, I'm just like, what the fuck? If you find out the newer, like the one that was the other one, I'll text newer, them too. I have yeah. to watch the videos because that's I guess some people remember Patrick Swayze living and not dying. Mm, that's a weird one. Because that was like yeah. a big story when he died. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So that's uh, I'll find them and send them to you. But it's it's just really fucked up. Um, just don't think about it too hard. I'll do my best. But I don't <laughs> think about it. Like I'll do that my best, but I I will think about them way too. Yeah, long. yep, I absolutely fucking will. So, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, do you have a padded room? 
Um, my padded room is gonna drive you insane. You're gonna be like, shut the fuck up already. It's the staircase, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is there more ass eating at least? No. Well, oh. no, I'm and I'm done with that. I'm watching the actual like docu series, like the actual oh. one. And okay. I don't think he did it now. <laughs> I honestly love your back and forth with it. So. Ugh, I hate it. I hate it. Ugh. But here's why. Okay. I think, I think that like, okay, so he was offered an Alfred plea. Do you know what that is? Mm, isn't that like you say you take a guilty plea technically, but you don't get, I know what it is. Fuck. Yeah. There was another case we just talked about that had this. Oh, it was the, didn't the West Memphis, uh, no, what is it? Hold on. It was, I literally just read about this. The thing about Pam, she did that. That's what it was. She did that. So. Uh. Yeah, okay. It's basically like, you're saying that you did it because there's all this evidence pointing to that you must Yeah, the know. West Memphis 3 did it as well. Okay, but like. He refused, so, and basically that could have probably, that would have gotten him some kind of, like, lesser sentence if he would have said that. Like, he's just like, I'm done with this, I'll just say I'm guilty, even though, and he, but he, he had no option to say, I'm saying I'm guilty, even though I know I'm not. It would have been, I'm guilty, okay? He yeah, refused okay. to do that because he refused to say that he was guilty because he is, because he is like, I am not guilty and I won't say I'm guilty. Like, put me back in jail, I'm not saying I'm guilty. Right. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, if you were being offered that and you did it, you would just yeah. take it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. It's also that his children, like, stood by him through the entire thing. Like, none of them appeared to have wavered, like, at all. So to me, that says a lot. Okay. Um... And yeah, I mean, maybe, and maybe not. It's more, it's the Alfred plea mostly. And it's also the yeah. fact that it's been t- like 20 years and he continues to say that he's not guilty. And for any other, for like, if this was a person of, if this was like a, a person of color, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you're probably not. But even though he is, he's a white, more well-off guy, the system can still fuck you over. Oh, for sure. Even for if sure. you're, so I'm like, why do I, why, if this was a black guy, I'd be like, yeah, the system probably fucked you over, and it doesn't. It never fucks over like, uh, like white people. But that's not true. It does. It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Even though it would be less likely, like, I and and that the whole like him being bisexual was like a huge talking point at the first trial, and it really like it like demonized that and. It was, you know, it was, like, 2003 when that trial was happening. So people, like, didn't have an understanding of it. They thought it was X, Y, Z, whatever. So I think that that was, like, really what got him convicted is people just didn't agree with him. Yeah. Yeah. So. But what do you think actually happened? I don't fucking know, Rachel. And that's what you gets me. You don't think it was the owl? It wasn't the owl. And you can't fucking convince me. <laughs> 
I, I don't know if it just happened to if me. Next week, if next week you come on and say, all right, I believe it was the owl. No, no, no. I am the my st- shit. I'm steadfast against the fucking owl theory. No. Because I do actually think that she could have fallen down the steps. I, I, happened, I wonder that's now that's what I'm leaning toward is like maybe lightning just struck and that she fell in this perfect way to have these weird ass lacerations and all the blood. Like maybe that's just what happened. But like if he were guilty and offered this plea where he could just be guilty and not have to do any more jail time or whatever, he would have fucking done it. Yeah, I absolutely would have taken it too. Yeah, I mean, this 70, at this point, he's like 73 when- I mean, fuck, even if I hadn't done it, if I had been in jail that long and I was like, fuck this, I'm out, I still would have taken it. Yeah, but he was so dedicated to not even saying, even alluding to being guilty that I'm just like, well, fuck, then I don't think you are, man. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And it's it bugs the shit out of me that I never will. God damn. You think that maybe it could have been a bat? No. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> fucking with you at this point. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. And it just drives me insane. So It's going to be one of those cases that we'll never fucking know. Well... Hopefully that's my last padded room on this topic. <laughs> oh, I don't care. You can talk about it every damn time if you want. I love watching your progression. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like fucking eating my words because my mom, my mom was watching the HBO show, like the actual like dramatization of it. And I'm like, oh, he fucking did it. Get out of here. And she was like, I mean, yeah, he probably did. And I'm just like, he fucking did. Get out of here. And now cool. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Here's the problem with these documentaries, though, right? They are going to portray them in a light to sway you in whatever way they think that it happened. So, like, that's like with the Stephen Avery trial, right? We all don't think he did it because of the way that Netflix presented it to us. Yeah. And I don't think he did it, even looking at other evidence, but there is evidence that could show that he did. Do I think they planted evidence? 100 fucking percent I do. But could he have been involved in some way? Yeah, probably. So you know what I mean? Like, it's really hard with documentaries because we think that we're getting an unbiased, an unbiased presentation of the facts when it is never an unbiased presentation of the facts. Well, and my, my thing was that, like, there just is so much blood at that crime scene. The photos, you're like, oh my god, this woman had to have been attacked. There's just no way that falling down the steps resulted in so much blood. Well, you also have to consider, like, superficial wounds, like, especially in, like, those areas can bleed a lot and look really terrifying. I know. Well, yeah, and it's like, there are those times when it's just like, the the craziest thing may have happened. It it does. It happens more often than we think. That's like... That's, mm. I really want you to watch it or like, I, I will. I just need like to not be a depressed piece of shit and do it. Well, that's, um, it's- yeah, I just have, well, the problem is I don't want to watch it until I have an attention span, which is already limited when I actually do have one. So like it's zero right now. Yeah, um, that's fair. And I mean, it's, yeah, not, it's not like 
it's interesting, but it's not like a feel good watch. Yeah, no, I just, I need to be able to watch it when I can actually take everything in and make a calculated, like, yeah, I just want to see a decision. I just want to see if like you pick up on something that I missed or something. I mean, but looking at him, do you get the vibe that he did it? Like, at first, that's the thing, this motherfucker, at first I did, because I thought, because here's what happened, and when when this first happened, he was, like, probably in his 50s, and he, I got the impression that he was kind of this, like, weird, this, I don't know, this, like, weird kind of liar a little bit. Because okay. at the end of the day, I do believe he lied to his wife about being about the bisexual relationships, and okay. understandable. But like, you, man, like you, I, I think he handled that not well. Yeah, okay. But that doesn't he, mean he's a murderer. No, it doesn't mean he was a murderer. And I think I was picking up on like that, like, dude, you're lying to your wife a lot, and you're having sex with people and not telling your wife, and that's fucked up. Yeah, so you're picking up on like, yeah, you're a shitty dude in that regard. Yeah, like. Pro- not the best husband, but then yeah. now he is like in in this portion of the actual like documentary that I'm watching. He's this like 73 year old grandpa that it just like he's just like I'm so emotional because of like everything I've lost and like they show footage of him like playing with his grandson and shit. And I'm then I'm like, no, I think you were just a weirdo in your like sexual prime and didn't like go about things the right way and lied and did lie a lot, but now you're just like the soft grandpa and no, I don't think that you did this. Are you letting his age skew you? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm just think, asking. No, I'm it's not that. I think I think I was picking up on like because I do, I yeah. find it fucking weird that right after the, her death, I find it fucking weird that he's like, oh, let's make a documentary right now. I'm like, what? That's kind of strange. Yeah. I mean, it definitely is, but he's also probably trying to monetize it and people are greedy. Yeah. So I do think that's weird. Cause it's like your, your wife just died and like. This terrible uh, but he was way. also trying to prove his innocence, though, right? Well, and that I think that's probably the motivation. Yeah. Eh. So I think he was. I think he's weird and eccentric and not terribly likable. But I don't think he did it. All right, we'll see where you're at next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is your update every week. So this week I think he did it. So this week I don't. I don't think he did. All right. Are you done with the documentary yet? No, I still... It's fucking long. It's like a 13-part thing. I think I'm on, like, 12. All right. So we'll have have, uh, an update next week. I want you to do a little rabbit hole digging, too, afterwards, because I just want to see. Yeah, I've been looking on Reddit. Um, Yeah, I'm curious. I know. All right. (laughs) Well, that's... All right. Okay, I'm going to do the socials. Okay. Um, it's Chardonnay and Sign DNA on Facebook. Chardonnay and DNA, all written out on Instagram. We do this three thousand times. Why can I not fucking? I know. Remember? I get them. I know. It's rough. <sighs> we have a website, um, which is chardonnayanddna.com. Um, don't send us emails yelling at us. Um, send us stories at chardonnayanddna at gmail.com or on Facebook or on Instagram. 
fuck Twitter. That is all. Yeah. Don't even bother with Twitter. Don't even bother. Don't even bother. That's it. That is it. All right. Um, you want to say your line? Wow. Why did I blank on it? I know. It's live fast and get fucked or whatever. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Bye. Bye.